the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Pastor Keith Crosby of Hillside Church. Revelation means accountability. Accept the accountability. Will you make him known to others? That's why he's raised you up for such a time as this. Daniel has given us insight into the future. We know how the book ends. The question is, what part will we play in that unfolding drama of redemption? And will you make him known to others? I can see the promised land Though there's pain within the plan There is victory in the end Your love is my battle cry for all my life Every giant will fall The mountains will move Every chain of the past You've broken into All the fear of the lies We're singing the truth That nothing is impossible With you Well, hello and welcome to today's edition of the Grace to Live radio broadcast with Keith Crosby, Senior Pastor of Hillside Church in San Jose, California. We are so delighted that you've chosen to spend time with us today on the program. And as always, we would encourage you to follow along with us in your Bibles if you can. On today's broadcast, Pastor Keith continues in his teaching series from the Old Testament book of Daniel. So if you have your Bibles, please turn with us today to the book of Daniel, chapter 9. And now, here's Pastor Keith with today's study. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. What's going on there? He doesn't answer their question, but he does clarify their mission. He does give them a sense of urgency. There are some things we simply don't need to know and can't know, like the day that the Lord has decreed your death and my death. Do you want to know that? I don't. The end of the world? Imagine knowing that 9-11 was coming and you couldn't do anything about it. So we operate mercifully with some ambiguity. And that leads us to depend on God and to live with a hopeful expectancy and urgency based on what we do know. Now, here's another chart which we showed just a moment ago, and it's more of a diagram. And this chart here, it, it gives us the looking back through the book of Revelation and the book of 1 Corinthians and the book of First and Second Thessalonians into Daniel and the minor prophets Zechariah, Ezekiel, things like that. You have a better kind of picture of it, and I'm giving it to you now here. You know, 70 weeks have been decreed for your people in your holy city. 
And so, you know, you have the Artaxerxes decree to Nehemiah to rebuild. And then the 70 weeks of 49 years to complete the rebuilding of Jerusalem. And the 69 weeks, which, which includes the 62 and the 69, 483 years until Jesus comes. And then you have his being cut off. And then you have this, it's like somebody hits the pause button there, and you have this unrevealed time gap, which we call the time of the Gentiles, or the church age. You know, the temple is destroyed, the church is established, and then you have the rapture, and then you have the Antichrist coming in, the tribulation period, he breaks his covenant This is the 70th week of Daniel and then the Messiah's return in power. And through this, the Jewish people in the holy city, Jerusalem, are established. The time to finish the transgression takes place. A time to put an end to sin. A time to atone for iniquity. And then we see the time of everlasting righteousness with Christ's return. But Daniel can't see it that way. He's got the mountain peak thing and even we don't know the exact timing of all this and sometimes even we clutter the scriptures with our own presuppositions and understandings i'm reminded that when uh jesus when jesus restored peter in john 21 20 to 23 they're walking along and he tells, Jesus, he tells Peter that how he's going to die, that Peter's going to be crucified. And as they're walking along and he's telling him all this, Peter looks back at John and he, he sees John. And he goes, what about this man here? And, and basically Jesus says, don't worry about this man. What if I want him to remain until I return? And this created some confusion. And we see here in uh, verse 23, John 21, 23. So the saying spread among the brothers that this disciple was not to die, yet Jesus did not say to him that he was not about to die, but if it is my will that he remain until I come, what is that to you? We sometimes confuse all this by reading our preferences into the end times and into the scriptures. We want to read from the scriptures, but until then what we recognize is, is that there is some ambiguity and that we have to accept that ambiguity and not, and not color things in that aren't there. And we have to embrace that ambiguity and live urgently in light of it, not allowing ourselves to become lazy. So that's what we have to do. That's, that's your application for that second point, that there is ambiguity. Accept the ambiguity. Embrace the ambiguity and live in the clarity that you do have from the scriptures, that God is going to return, he is going to set everything straight, and that he will do as he's promised, and in so doing, certify what all the prophets have said, what the vision has said, what he has said through his prophets and angels. Which brings us to insight number three. Insight number three is this. Recognize that revelation brings assurance that's the aim of revelation really that's the aim of prophecy is to assure you to encourage you to make you aware to give you some sense of 
peace, even if the news that Daniel's getting, that there's a long road ahead for the Jewish people, isn't, humanly speaking, all good. But that's God's intention, God's provision. And in Daniel chapter 9, 21 to 23, we see this. We see this in the text. While I was speaking in prayer, the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision at the first, came to me in swift flight. At the time of the evening sacrifice, he made me, he made me understand, speaking with me and saying, oh, Daniel, I have now come to give you insight and understanding. I've come to give you assurance. At the beginning of your plea for mercy, a word went out and I've come to tell it to you, for you are greatly loved. You are a costly treasure. Therefore, consider the word and understand the vision. God reached out to Daniel through Gabriel. He reaches out to you through the pages of Scripture. And as you apply yourself to understanding the Scripture, you find assurance. This is God's love letter to you from another world. The the word revelation in English, revealation. God has chosen to reveal things to us through the special revelation that is his word. We have natural revelation, which is we can look around at the creation and know that God is. But this is special revelation, revelation to be studied. I have come to give you insight. Consider the word and understand it. See, it is understandable, and in that understandable, and in that work that you apply, that, that investment in the scriptures, it gives you assurance because people, because God, I mean, does not leave his, leave his people in the dark or on their own. Daniel had Gabriel. Christians have the entire 66 books of the Old and New Testament. And because Daniel, like us, are God's costly treasure, he wants Daniel to know that he has not forgotten his people, to be assured, to be comforted. And so he reminds Daniel that throughout Daniel's life, He's sovereign, and Daniel has seen God working in his whole life. Looking back over the shoulder of time, from the time he was taken into exile, and elevated to high positions. Perhaps you've seen God working in your life. When you look back over the shoulder at his providence, and seen the twists and turns, and the protections, and the trials that he sent you to grow you. He provides Daniel insight as Daniel needs it that he will deliver and restore his people, Israel. And this is probably comfort that Daniel needed at the sunset of his life in his 80s, living as an exile in exile. This should be comfort and assurance to us as well because God wants us to know. He has not left us in the dark. And so in Daniel 9.24, he gets this assurance Seventy weeks are decreed about your people in the holy city to finish the transgression, to put an end to sin, and to atone for iniquity, to bring in everlasting righteousness at last, and to seal, to certify both the vision and the prophet, and to anoint a most holy place. These prophets and all their suffering and all that they said will be ultimately fulfilled The scriptures and the spirit are our assurance. 
we have the word of God, we look into the word of God, the spirit illumines our understanding and we see things more clearly. And we understand that we are not alone. You know, God always leaves a marker for his people. Think about it. Think, think Noah, right? Noah in chapter, Genesis chapter 9, verses 8 through 13, he said, I will establish my covenant with you and your offspring after you. And with every living creature that is with you, the birds and the livestock, and every beast of the earth with you, as many as came out of the ark, it is for every beast. I will establish my covenant with you, that never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of the flood, and never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. This is the sign of my covenant. And what was it? It was the rainbow. I will put my bow in the clouds. And when I look at it, and when you look at it, you will remember what I have done and what I have promised for all time. And we have that marker today. You know, he goes on to say that there will always be seed time and harvest. The seasons will come and go in perpetuity until he ends the earth, which means no mass extinctions. I know that we were supposed to be wiped out last year, but here we are still, and God's bow is still in the air. In Genesis 9, God gives us an assurance through his word. In the case of this covenant with Noah, the rainbow, the real rainbow, because God never wants us to be uninformed. In 1 Thessalonians uh, 4, 13 through 18, New American Standard, I like this translation better here. He says, but we do not want you to be uninformed for if we believe that Jesus rose and died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep in Jesus. For in this way we say to you by word of the Lord that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself would descend and from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we, who are alive and remain, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Assure one another with these words. People were worried about the end times, the rapture, those who had died before them. And God sent this word through the Apostle Paul. I'm not going to unpack it today except to say this. God wants you to be assured. When you read Revelation, I don't mean the book of Revelation, I mean the Bible. The Bible is the revelation of God himself to mankind. He wants you to be comforted. There may be things harder to understand, some ambiguity, work at it. But understand this, you're his costly treasure. You are loved. And he wants you to know that he has not left you in the dark. And so therefore, revelation, God's word, provides you with assurance. God is in control. He will provide. He has declared the end from the beginning. And no one is lost or overlooked. And no detail is forgotten. God is in the details, sovereign over the affairs of history, of humankind, over your life. Comfort one another with these words. Our fourth and final insight is this. Accept that revelation brings accountability. Accept that revelation brings accountability. What does that mean? 
Well, in Daniel 9.23 and uh, verse 25, we read this. At the beginning of your pleas for mercy, a word went out, a command went out. I've come to tell it to you, for you are greatly loved. Therefore, therefore, consider the word and understand the vision. Verse 25, know, therefore, and understand that from the going out of the word to restore and build Jerusalem to the coming of an anointed one, a prince, there shall be seven weeks, and then for 62 weeks it shall be built again with its squares and a moat, but in a troubled time. He says, Daniel, understand what's coming in the future. Know, therefore, and understand. See, we are accountable for what we know. Daniel, we forget We forget that Daniel is writing not just for us, but for the Jewish people in his day. Ezekiel is a contemporary of Daniel, and he's, it's almost like this. If any of you are familiar with Alexander Solzhenitsyn in history, and he wrote this book called The Gulag Archipelago when he was in the socialist concentration camps in Russia. And they smuggled a page out here and there, and people copied the page. And eventually, it was a thick, thick book, and it was published worldwide. And it revealed the failure, the abject failure of socialism in practice, and how the tyranny of it and everything else. Solzhenitsyn was writing for his contemporaries. Daniel is also writing for his contemporaries. The Jewish people in captivity, in bondage. And he's telling them, understand, this is going to happen. Seventy weeks have been decreed. And therefore, govern yourselves accordingly. God loves us, but God holds us accountable to what he reveals to us. You know, Jesse and Jono touched on this when John, or Jesse talked about Deuteronomy 28. We like to think of God as... Uh, patient Santa Claus who just does nice things, but he talked about this sort of a harder side of God's grace and God's plan. And in Deuteronomy 28, he told the Jews, if you do this, I will bless you. And if you do this, I will curse you. And the Jewish people in Daniel were experiencing that hardship in their exile because they ignored, they were not accountable to God. Likewise, God has given us his love through Jesus Christ. He's given us his revelation through his word. And he's going to hold us accountable for what we do with this treasure. Therefore, consider the word and understand the vision. Know, therefore, and understand. We're accountable for what we read, for what is written. Ignorance is not bliss, and ignorance is no excuse And from the other end of the prophetic mountain range, in Revelation chapter 1, verses 1 through 3, we read this, which is written with all clarity. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show to his servants the things which must soon take place, he made it known by sending his angel to his servant John, who bore witness to the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ, even to all that he saw. Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy, and blessed are those who hear and keep what is written in it for 
because the time is near. Revelation means accountability. That's what he's saying to Daniel on the other end in the Old Testament and what he's saying to us on the other end in the New Testament. Revelation means accountability. You see that in the Great Commission. Jesus came and said to them, all authority has been given to me on earth and on heaven. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the name of the Son and in the name of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to do all that I commanded you. Behold, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. Consider the word, understand the vision, know therefore and understand, because you are accountable. We are accountable. So what do we do with all this? We just had this fly over here. I want you to take those four conclusions, those four insights, and make them application. I mean, realize that revelation involves love. Love him back in as many ways as you can. Knowing that it's never enough because you can never repay the debt that Christ paid for you. That's why you're a costly treasure. Love him back. Secondly, understand that revelation involves ambiguity. You don't like ambiguity? Learn as much as you can from this book right here. Relative to your own understanding. Don't stop growing. I've met Christians who've had one year of growth 30 times rather than 30 years of growth. They're right where they are when they got saved or a year later and they never really grew beyond that. And they don't understand much about life because they haven't used the Bible to make sense of their existence. Pursue clarity. I mean, we have the women's Bible study. We have Titus 2 events. We have adorned. Uh, for, the, for the men, we have think biblically. We have uh, the men's Bible study. We have the master's men. At night, we have night school where we tackle all these topics in one hour or less and get you in and out of there. All these electives right now. Learn as much as you can. Eliminate the unnecessary ambiguity that you might have. Number three, recognize that revelation brings assurance. Take comfort. Take comfort in that God has taken the guesswork out of how to live and love for him, right? The Bible has something to say about every inch of thread that makes up the fabric of his existence. You're not groping in the dark. This is a love letter from another world. This is God's instruction book. Somebody once quipped, B-I-B-L-E, basic instructions before leaving earth. This is the operating manual for humanity. It assures you that God knows you, loves you, and knows what you need and will provide for it and has provided for it. Finally, accept the accountability. Understand that we're accountable for what's been revealed and our choice not to explore it, to investigate it, is our own problem. I mean, I'm, I'm reminded that Daniel had less revelation than we do and did more with it sometimes. I mean, he was a common everyday boy through whom God did uncommon, extraordinary things. He engaged. What about you? Are you engaged? I mean, how are you taking what you know into your community Revelation means accountability. Accept the accountability. Will you make him known to others? 
That's why he's raised you up for such a time as this. We have a great opportunity before us. Daniel has given us insight into the future. We know how the book ends. The question is, what part will we play in that unfolding drama of redemption? And will you make him known to others? Pastor Keith Crosby on today's edition of Grace to Live. We are so blessed that you've chosen to spend time with us today studying God's Word. And if you'd like more information on Pastor Keith or Hillside Church, here's how you can connect with us. Our mailing address is 545 Hillsdale Avenue in San Jose, California, 95136. The church office telephone line is area code 408 269 4782. And you can connect with us on our website, which is gracetoliveradio.org. There you can check out archived messages of past sermons and also listen to Pastor Keith's weekly blog. And please remember that the Grace to Live Radio program is a listener supported ministry outreach of Hillside Church if you'd like to partner with us financially. Again, all of these things are available to you on our website, gracetoliveradio.org. Also, I'd like to remind you that Pastor Keith and the staff here at Hillside always look forward to hearing from you. So if you'd like to drop us a note, you can email us here at keith at hillside.org. Well, we hope that you'll join us again next time for Grace to Live. But until then, I'm your host, Kevin Reeves. And on behalf of Pastor Keith and everyone here at Hillside Church, it is our prayer that the Lord will richly bless you. And thanks for listening. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.